Good evening. Welcome to Voice in the Wilderness. I'm Dawn Noble of Pure Heart Ministries, and I welcome you today with exceedingly abundantly and overflowing joy. Tonight, I'm here to talk about the sound of freedom, part three. And yes, I feel that this is a very important topic. I hope, since I mentioned it in part one, I hope that by now you have seen the movie, The Sound of Freedom. This is a great movie, an important movie, that every American should see. So if you haven't seen it, please make a way to see it. I have been talking about The Sound of Freedom for the last two weeks, mainly focused on our children. Tonight, I want to switch gears and just address freedom in our nation and ask the question, is this the land of the free? Two of our nation's most prominent songs, The Star-Spangled Banner, as I mentioned in the one program, and My Country Tis of Thee, better known as America, both have lyrics suggesting that we are a free nation. The Star-Spangled Banner says, We are the land of the free. And America says, calls us sweet land of liberty. Growing up in America, there would be no discussion or argument at the time I grew up that those statements were true. But now, 2023, is that still true? Is it still true that we are the sweet land of liberty and we are the land of the free? Mm. When free speech is constantly censored, the answer is probably not. I don't think we can, I don't know about you, but it's very hard for me to grasp the idea that our speech is being censored. When you've spent gosh, seven decades living as a free person, being able to express yourself freely, and suddenly you realize that your speech is censored. That is hard to swallow. There are daily instances of people being canceled or censored just because they speak the truth. We become a culture that says this, Tell me a lie, and I'll love it. Tell me the truth, and I'll spit on it. There have been insidious forces working to change who we are as a nation. It started to peek out from under the covers with Barack Obama. He said, if you remember in his initial campaign, he said, He was bringing hope and change. Little did we realize what he meant by change. It was to change us from a Christian nation to a socialist Marxist nation. But you see, we didn't see it coming. We didn't didn't see all the little red flags. Now his wife, Michelle, became more outspoken about how she hated this nation and how racist we were. Yet, 
Gosh, she has absolutely no problem living in a $20 million mansion on Martha's Vineyard. Since Biden became president, Barack Obama engineers everything the Biden regime does from his 8,200-square-foot home in Washington, D.C. Yes, just less than two miles from the White House. Joe Biden is just doing what he's told to do. Every executive order, it seems, from the White House has ushered in this Marxist regime. And we have a Department of Justice and Homeland Security who are complicit. Think about this. The Department of Homeland Security. Department of Homeland Security. When you hear that, it, it initially makes you think they're the good guys, right? I mean, Homeland Security. But no, no. They're not spending their time thinking about how to keep we, the people, secure from our enemies. Oh, goodness, no, that's a lie. They have an agenda to do the opposite, to make us more vulnerable to our enemies. Uh, Now, scratch your head and say, how could that possibly be true? I know, it doesn't seem plausible. Yet, how many times on the evening news of only conservative, it is never shown, never, ever, ever shown on any liberal network. But on conservative news, you will see thousands and thousands of people from all over the world crossing our southern border for the last two and a half years. Many are vigilantes, drug traffickers, sex traffickers, um, and those who have nefarious intentions. Yet, the head of Homeland Security tells us and Congress that our border is secure. Secure? Wide open border? Wide open, wide open means anyone at any time can just walk into our country. Can you explain to me how that is secure? When a nation becomes lawless, freedom is being eroded. In the summer of 2020, we all watched cities burn and protesters smash windows and loot and be extremely violent and tear down statues. Yet the government called it peaceful protests. The Apostle Paul in the book of Timothy said lawlessness will abound in the last days. And we are watching it. I mean, sometimes we've watched it like live, right in front of our eyes. We see tyranny in the justice system, sending 80,000 IRS agents to go knock on people's doors and harass people. It, it, it really doesn't feel like sweet land of liberty to me. I'm not sure how you feel. During COVID, 
the lockdowns. Churches were told to shut down. They weren't essential. But liquor stores were. How does that make any sense? Churches are the last kind of like the last line of defense. I mean, churches are there to help people. Liquor stores are there to destroy people. Yet, liquor stores are essential. And churches are not. Freedom to worship was strangled. And then the churches that refused to shut down, oh yes, the California governor said, you're not allowed to sing. <laughs> Honest to goodness, I began to laugh. I thought I've, I've heard it all. You see, there are two things about our Constitution that provides us with, um, to, to, that provides us as American citizens the freedom to speak our convictions, freedom of speech, and the freedom to worship. That's our right as American citizens. But more and more and more conservative Christian voices are censored, are shut up. Land of the free? I hear the voices who are crying out for freedom. Enslaved children caught in the sex trade must cry out on a daily basis. How deep their pain calls out to us. Tiny voices, hoping one day someone will hear and someone will care. Think about those who are enslaved to drugs and alcohol. Many people enslaved to alcohol, well, they live a pretty normal life. You know, they're your next door neighbor. Huh? They're the person sitting next to you in church. But let me tell you something. People who are enslaved to drugs and alcohol, well, their cries are silent. We don't hear their hope for a different way of life. But if you examined the core of their heart, you would find their voices crying out to be free. Oh, you would. They want to be at peace. They want to be whole. They don't want to be sad and have the burden of this emotional pain that they use alcohol and drugs to soothe. Millions of voices in our nation are being silenced, either through censorship or enslavement. Yes, we are a shackled nation, not a sweet land of liberty. Are there people trying to make a difference? Oh yeah, there are. There are dedicated people like Tim Ballard and his Operation Underground Railroad, which they help to free children from the sex trade. That's what the Sound of Freedom movie is all about. That's why I'm encouraging you to see the movie. But Tim Ballard is not alone. There are many ministries that are working to help children as well. Last week, I mentioned the conservative activist group Moms for Liberty. They currently um, uh, have chapters 
in almost, not quite, almost 50 states. They clearly state that they are activists, and they believe power belongs to the people. This is what they state from their website. It says, Moms for Liberty welcomes all that have a desire to stand up for parental rights at all levels of government. Our founders are Tiffany and Tina, moms on a mission to stoke the fires of liberty. As former school board members, they witnessed how short-sighted and destructive policies directly hurt children and families. Now, they are using their firsthand knowledge and experience to unite parents who are ready to fight those that stand in the way of liberty. Their mission, Moms for Liberty, is dedicated to fighting for the survival of America by unifying, educating, and empowering parents to defend their parental rights at all levels of government. Their vision, Americans empowered and thriving in a culture of liberty. Their values, as joyful warriors, we stand for truth, we build relationships, we empower others, and um, so that is awesome. And I love that there are groups out there that are doing something great. And they are doing a great work. But let me tell you, Moms for Liberty are hated, hated by the liberals and the Democrats. Now, I want to give you a perfect example of censorship. I put in, I googled Moms for Liberty because I wanted to get to their website. I could not find their website. But 12 other websites came up, all that had articles crucifying this conservative group trying to stand up for our children. And I mean crucifying. I had to ask a friend to send me the website, which is momsforliberty.org. Just so you have that. Momsforliberty, all one word, dot org. Again, is this the land of the free? I don't think so. Who has bewitched us? That's the question Paul asked the Galatians in chapter 3. He said, oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth? Paul was concerned that they thought they could be made perfect by the flesh instead of by the Spirit of Christ. It's a matter of believing by faith. Just as Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Paul goes on in chapter 4 of Galatians, discussing the two covenants. So I'm going to read from chapter 4 of Galatians, verses 21 through 31. Paul writes, Tell me, you who desire to be under the law, do not bear the law? For it is written that Abraham had two sons, the one by a bondwoman, the other by a free woman. But he who was of the bondwoman was born according to the flesh, and he of the free woman through promise, which things are symbolic. For these are the two covenants, 
the one from Mount Sinai which gives birth to bondage, which is Hagar, for this Hagar is Mount Sinai in Arabia, and corresponds to Jerusalem, which now is, and is in bondage with her children. But the Jerusalem above is free, which is the mother of us all. For it is written, Rejoice, O barren, you who do not bear. Break forth and shout, you who are not in labor. For the desolate has many more children than she who has a husband. Now we, brethren, as Isaac was, are children of promise. But as he who was born according to the flesh then persecuted him who was born according to the Spirit, even so it is now. Nevertheless, what does the Scripture say? Cast out the bondwoman and her son, for the son of the bondwoman shall not be heir with the son of the free woman. So then, brethren, we are not children of the bondwoman, but of the free. Paul makes it clear, as believers, we are of children of promise. We are of the bond woman, uh, the free woman, rather. We are free. We're not children of the bond woman. Then he goes on to say in chapter 5 of Galatians, starting with verse 1, he says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Indeed, I, Paul, say to you that if you become circumcised, Christ will profit you nothing. So, again, Paul makes it clear that we don't want to be tangled, entangled again with the yoke of bondage of any kind. Now, here in Galatians, he's talking about being caught up under the law versus under the new covenant with Jesus where we are under the covenant of freedom. And so he, that's what he's talking about. But it, he's also saying that, you know, there's many kind of bondages here. There's many kind of yokes we can get entangled again under. Jesus came to set us free. And there is something about being free that is very inviting. We know that Satan who kept us in darkness prior to being born again, likes to keep people shackled in their bodies and in their minds. That's what he does. But we have the mind of Christ. As believers, we have Christ's mind, and his mind is not bound to sin or darkness. His mind is full of freedom and light. He has given us a free will. Jesus is not a slave master like Satan. We have the freedom to make choices. Let's live like true sons and daughters of God. Let's not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. The sound of freedom is calling out from our city streets. It's calling out from our schools. It's calling out from our homes. Do you hear their voices? Will you respond to their desperate cries? 
as Christians, we know what it means to be truly free. We should want that for everyone. We have been set free from the bondage of sin. And sin, Paul says, no longer has dominion over us. We have been made free. Now, does that mean we are totally free from everything when we get born again? No. Sometimes we're still enslaved to different sins. Sometimes we're still struggling with depression, bipolar disease, physical ailments, addictions. But sin no longer has that same dominion over us. And now we have the power of Christ living inside of us. And we can, by studying scripture, through prayer, through being discipled, we can learn to become unshackled from whatever has enslaved us. And that is such, <laughs> that is such a wonderful gift that Jesus Christ has given us. So when he shed his blood on the cross, yes, he came to set us free from sin. He came to set us free from everything that shackles us. Now we all come with a lot of baggage. When we come to Christ, we're coming bringing all of that garbage that we have collected over a lifetime. And sometimes it takes some time to dispose of the garbage. There are people, I've seen people set free and delivered like overnight from drugs, alcohol, sex. Um, and that's amazing how God does that. I mean, these people are just immediately set free. And other people, it takes time. It takes that discipleship. It takes the one-on-one -on -one with a mentor working with the person to help them, you know, understand. You see, discipleship is all about learning how to live life, not under a yoke of bondage of sin, but how to live life under the free blood of Jesus Christ. And that takes time. But we can get there. We have hope. Where people who don't know Christ have zero hope, we have hope. We have hope of an eternal future with our King of Kings and Lord of Lords. He has given us an incredible gift. I think sometimes we don't appreciate, we don't think about the gift of life that he has given us. It is a gift of life. You see, because under before Christ, we were under we were under the, the sentence of death. We were under the sentence of death. And had we died under that sentence of death, then we would be eternally separated from him. But now he's given us the gift of life, eternal life, with him. And that's incredible. So while we're on this side of heaven, living in this fleshly body, 
we have an opportunity to be able to walk free. As Paul said, that um, we don't have to have, we can stand fast, therefore in the liberty by which Christ has made us free. We can stand fast. Not maybe. We can stand fast in the liberty by which Christ has made us free. And we don't have to be entangled again with a yoke of any kind of bondage at all. We were born of the free woman. We are free. We're not subject to a slave master. That is great news. So I'm ending the Sound of Freedom series, but next week, I'm excited to tell you that I have a special guest for the entire show. So please make sure you tune in next week. Her name is Catalina Stube. She is part of Moms for Liberty. And I'm excited to have her share with you all what Moms of Liberty are about, how they're uh, working to bring freedom to our nation. And I think it's going to be uh, one of the most exciting guests I've had on my show. So I'm asking you to, you know, tell your friends to tune in next week at 8 p.m. Monday to listen to Catalina Stube talk about Moms for Liberty. And I hope that you will continue to pray for our nation, especially our children. I hope that you will go see the movie The Sound of Freedom and tell everybody you know to go see that movie. We want to smash the box office. Uh, you know, how many, how many people have? I think at this point, I think I'm correct in saying 40 million people have already seen the movie. So we've... We've, um, we've done better than Hollywood. And anytime we beat Hollywood, I'm, I'm happy about that. Well, this is Dawn Noble. I'm enjoying being with you today, and I hope to be with you next week. You can go to www.pureheart.today and listen to this podcast again. You can download the iHeartRadio app. Go to podcasts for Pure Heart Ministries and listen to any podcast anytime uh, 24-7. You can email me, all lowercase letters, dawn at pureheart.today. I would love to hear your um, thoughts. And would you please consider supporting this ministry? You can send a check to Pure Heart Ministries, P.O. Box 85, Valley Grove, West Virginia, 26060. It's important. This is a very expensive station. This is a secular. I'm on a secular station. This is not a Christian station. So it's very expensive. So please think about helping to support this ministry. Thank you for your prayers always. And um, I look forward to being with you next week when we talk to Catalina Stube from Moms for Liberty. This is Don Noble saying, Shalom, Shalom. Peace be unto you.